You are listening to The Happy Gynecologist with your host, Amanda Miles, MD. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to The Happy Gynecologist, episode number 65, Looking Forward. I want to say thanks to everybody that came out for uh, this weekend's Coffee with Coach, um, where we talked about the real way to lose weight, even as an OBGYN. Um, and I want to apologize because we essentially broke Zoom, y'all. <laughs> I already have an upgraded plan for Zoom, and I thought that based off the number of people that registered that we'd be fine with plenty of room, but apparently we weren't. <laughs> so thank you for for the love and the support and the understanding. Um, and so I... Uh, I hate to hear that that um, a, a fair few of you actually got got uh, locked out of Zoom, I guess. But um, you know what? It, it's all fine. We we put up the the replay. Um, hopefully, pretty quickly, I sent that out in the email. Um, if you didn't get that email, or if you didn't get a chance to to register um, uh, with your email and you want a copy of that replay, I have posted it at the bottom of my free resource page over on my website, um, and I've also included all of the other webinars I've done in the last few months. So if you've missed out on any of those, it's some really good stuff. These topics are some of my best topics. I do a ton of teaching um, and and really address some of the stuff that we as OBGYN struggle with. So if you were interested in getting hours of free help from me, <laughs> go check it out. It's over on coach-miles.com forward slash free resources. And there'll be little buttons to each of the webinars and you can just... Um, or stream them right there, okay? You can watch them as many times as you want. Um, and before we get started, I also want to let you know that um, this week, the Happy Gynecologist group is enrolling. So we are enrolling right now, but there's not much time left. <laughs> Enrollment will be open until Friday. So whenever this airs, um, it'll be tomorrow night uh, at midnight. So Friday, January 7th at like 11.59 p.m., um, that's when enrollment closes and then you'll have to wait to the until the next round okay so if you've been wondering about this and um or you've been wanting to enroll now is the time if you're like what the heck is happy gynecologist group <laughs> the the reader's digest version is this okay it's a six-month group coaching program just for OBGYNs um who are looking to deal with their stress or their overwhelm or their burnout or just find balance between work and home um, and really up-level their lives, okay? And so in this group, basically, it's set up where um, you um, have access to this whole other side of my website, which is um, like a membership. You log in, and I have video teachings and worksheets for you um, where you can really learn some of these topics, but in a way where you can apply them to your own life, completely customize it to you. And then um, we have weekly group coaching sessions where I can walk you through the steps of really applying it and really making huge changes in your life, okay? And so we teach so many things. Everybody's always interested, like, well, what do you guys talk about? Well, you know, some of the group's favorite things are like charting, relationships, um, dealing with you know, coworkers or bosses that are hard to work with, um, complications at work, um, anxiety in the OR. We, we talk a lot about that in our group coaching, um, a lot of those types of things. Um, but we also have um, a lot of video learning modules where you actually watch a series of the videos and then you um, can really kind of take a deep dive by journaling and completing some uh, worksheets that go along with them. And so, you know, we we coach on it in the group whenever we're together. You ask a question. Um, we kind of 
have an interactive session. Everybody gets to learn from it. Um, and everyone in the group usually really relates because we all tend to have similar problems. So, and it's, it's this really intimate group of really supportive docs. We're all cheering each other on and, um, and so it's supporting each other. So it's a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun. Um, and we, it, it is amazing the changes, um, that I see in my happy gynecologist group girls, um, uh, so far, but uh, you know, guys can join too. Okay. Um, but the, the, so far the girls that have gone through, um, it's just amazing to see their growth. And, um, I just look forward to, to seeing that time and again. Okay. And we'd love to have you. So the one thing I will say spots are limited. Okay. So, um, we want to keep this as a intimate group. Um, so if you don't get a spot this round, I, we can still save your spot for next time, which will be, um, March. So anyway, if you're interested or if you just want to learn more, go over to the website coach-miles.com forward slash happy. Um, I'll also put the link in the show notes page if you um, need a direct link, okay? And so today, um, I want to talk about, you know, uh, whenever we're around this time of year with the new year and, you know, uh, celebrating, you know, the, the incoming, the 2022, right? Um, I want to talk about looking forward, Okay. And so I think that every time that a new year rolls around, that it's common for us to really reflect um, on the past year and then look forward um, to the next year and kind of say things like, you know, new year, new you, you know, that kind of thing. And, you know, we, we like to think about the future. We like to dream. We like to reinvent ourselves or um, really work on ourselves around this time of the year. Um, and so, I, I think a lot of people this year, though, are really struggling. And I think that's due to the pandemic. Um, I think it's easy for people to kind of look back on this past year and think about how awful it was. And, um, you know, and I think normally we would look to 2022 and think, oh, well, at least, at least this year's going to be better. But I think, you know, kind of a feel that I get in talking to several people um, is that, many people aren't exactly hopeful of that right now. And, you know, or maybe there's a condition to that, like, well, 2022 will be better if COVID will just go away, right? And there's a lot of frustration and a lot of anger with where the healthcare system is right now. And there's a lot of anger and frustration on how things are handled by, you know, state governments or federal governments or the general public. There's a lot of anger and frustration with vaccine rates or masking. And why don't people, you know, do what we tell them to do as physicians? And so what I want to think about or want you to think about really is that, you know, that anger, that frustration is likely coming from a place of fear. Okay. From a place of wanting everybody to be okay wanting our family to be okay, ourselves to be okay, right? And when we can't control the situation or we can't control the pandemic or the other people in the world and whether they get vaccines or whether they wear masks, when we can't control the factors to assure that the outcome will be that we're okay, we feel vulnerable. We feel out of control. We feel uncertain, okay? And so then as a way to kind of get back into a stronger, tougher place, we get angry. <laughs> the anger kind of empowers us to at least, um, you know, feel stronger in that situation, okay? And so we get angry at the things that we can't control to feel less vulnerable often. And so that's a lot of emotions bubbling up inside of us, <laughs> right? Uh, there's a lot of emotions surrounding 2021 and the pandemic and Omicron, you know. Um, and so 
I want you to think about, you know, beginning a process where in 2022, I want you to begin acknowledging how you really feel about things, right? I want you to be accepting that you feel that way. I want you to let yourself feel that way, okay? And there's lots of ways to do this, okay? So here's some of the things I recommend right now. Um, the first way to, to kind of acknowledge how you feel or start the process of feeling your feelings here around all of this is, is maybe just chatting with a friend and you just say out loud how you feel, right? Really saying the words, you know, I'm really angry with how things are going right now with the pandemic. Just saying that emotion out loud, just naming it validates that emotion for you, okay? Or I'm really sad about how in 2021 my kids missed out on so much, right? Saying it out loud is accepting yourself. It's validating yourself, okay? Or I feel so much grief about the losses that I've seen and witnessed this year, right? Or if you aren't ready to tell another human, another way would be to tell your dog, (laughs) I'm a huge fan of like pet therapy. Um, I I tell my dogs all kinds of things. And um, you know what? They always keep my secrets. They never judge me. They still love me. Um, you can try telling your cat if you're a cat person, but uh, cats tend to not be as validating. You know, they don't care about how you feel. So, you know, in that case, if your cat is like, who cares? You know, maybe just write it down would be the next way. <laughs> so, you know, you know, letting yourself rage right if you need to. Okay. Get all the things you're angry about out. All the things you hate. All the things that suck right now or sucked about 2021. Right. I also think sometimes it's helpful to think about, you know, it as though like you're writing a letter to a person. So um, it might be helpful if you don't know how to start. Like, dear 2021, you brought some really shitty things with you and I'm angry because, or I'm sad because, I am mad because. I'm frustrated because, okay, and fill in the blank and just let yourself, let yourself ride, let it pour out, okay, and if, if these all sound daunting, remember, you can always set a timer, you can set it for five minutes, maybe that's too much, set it for one minute, okay, um, but I want you to start acknowledging what we have been through in this last year, okay, because I think it's important that we acknowledge the emotions surrounding 2021 before we can move forward with 2022, before we can kind of look to the future, before we can, you know, dream about the future, because right now, there are a lot of people out there that feel hopeless, okay, or they feel, you know, just so downtrodden that they they can't think about what they want to do in 2022, right? The other way that I, I you know, would encourage if the idea of all these things sounds like too much or too daunting to tackle on your own, seek out a coach, a counselor, a therapist, a psychiatrist, okay? Um, That is what these professionals are there for. That's what they and we are trained for, okay? Um, We are trained to hold space in a non-judgmental way, right? So I'm never going to judge anybody that tells me that they're pissed off at COVID, you know? I'm never going to judge anybody that shows emotion to me. I'm just there to love them, you know, guide them through their emotions, okay? And so we are trained, and, you know, so are counselors and therapists and psychiatrists, we're trained to guide you through experiencing your feelings and then helping you learn to process these emotions, right? And so, you know, nobody's going to think you're silly. Nobody's going to judge you. They will love you and care for you while you are feeling your feelings. So often we don't want to show our emotions externally 
because we fear rejection, we fear judgment from other people. But that is exactly what these professionals are trained to do. And that is exactly what they are really good at. So they're there to, to be a guide to you and to pull you back when it's too much, right? And to teach you how to actually start learning to process your emotions or experience these emotions um, if you aren't used to doing that. And so, you know, because this isn't like something we are taught growing up, right? Like no one teaches you one day at school, like, okay, so today we're going to feel sadness in our bodies, <laughs> right? No, it's like, um, you know, you go to first grade and you cry and you're like taught basically like suck it up, buttercup, put your big girl panties on and make lemonade out of lemons, right? And like, if you're crying, like, oh no, no, it's okay. It's okay. Don't cry. That's what we're taught, right? But crying is a good thing. It is the emotion being released from your body. Okay. It is a part of processing. Feeling anger is a part of processing. Okay. Um, if you have a lot of anger, a lot of frustration, I tell people, if you don't feel like crying is going to help, it, a lot of times movement is needed to get that out. Okay. So get a wiffle ball bat or a tennis racket and whack a pillow or whack your couch with it. Okay. Um, you know, showing outward emotion to get it out is normal. <laughs> and that should be our goal. Okay. And I don't want you to judge yourself whenever that happens, but I know that that is so often what we do because that's what we are taught to do as kids. We are taught that it is shameful. We should hide that inside. Oh, we shouldn't be crying. Right. Don't want to cry at school. Don't want everybody to see me. Right. And so, you know, learning this skill, learning how to actually feel and process your emotions in a healthy way is the best thing you can do, not only for your stress, but once you can feel any emotion without wanting to just make it go away or make it less, once you can feel any emotion, you can take on anything. Think about that. You can try new things. You can try crazy things without fear of failure. You can create amazing new results in your life. You can like make a goal and not stop until you achieve that goal, no matter how huge that goal is, because you're not afraid to fail or you're not afraid of things being hard, right? So learning this skill can be super life-changing. And so I want you to, to consider that this is, you know, something worth learning. So I want you to talk about it, write about it, get that emotion out. Okay, think about, you know, all the things that have happened over the last year and allow yourself to actually feel your feels, okay? Let yourself be angry or grieve or have time to think about how you didn't like it, you know, in 2021. But then once you've felt that, once you've allowed yourself that time to sit with those negative emotions, I want you to allow yourself or encourage yourself to think about the future, okay? Because whenever we focus on the past and we think about all the terrible things that happened last year, we can tend to like define ourselves and define our future abilities by the past or by these past failures or past challenges or past pains, okay? And so whenever we're kind of stuck in the past because we haven't processed, you know, what's happening or we wish it was different, when we do that, we can become discouraged and filled with regret and maybe even feel hopeless, okay? So what I think is fun is to kind of take an alternative approach. After you've kind of felt some of the emotions, allowed yourself to have those emotions, and you're in kind of a better place about, you know, allowing yourself to feel that, I want you to think about you know, can you look at your past or this past year as though it was perfect, okay? As though it all happened perfectly to prepare you for your future, right? As though 
it all happened exactly as it was supposed to, right? Um, you know, think about it as though it taught you the things you needed to be taught and prepared you for what you're going to do in your future, right? Because there's no reason to argue with what has happened over the last year or wish it was different, right? It's, that's kind of a waste of emotional energy. It's kind of like banging your head on the wall. You just bang, 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 and it's so painful. No matter how hard you bang your head on the wall, the wall doesn't change. But you, you do damage to yourself, right? You harm yourself emotionally. You create this emotional pain. So arguing with what has happened, arguing with reality, it only causes us pain. So getting to a place where you can accept that and maybe even think, what if 2021 was perfect for me? What if it happened perfectly? Because that's how it did happen, right? That's exactly what was supposed to happen because that's what happened. And so I want you to ask yourself questions to get your brain thinking about that. You know, how is it possible that 2021 happened for us? You know, how is it possible it happened for you in a way that might be a good thing someday, right? How is it possible that we learned challenging lessons that will help us, you know, in the future at some point or will help us move forward? How is it possible that it might have helped prepare us to tackle anything, right? What if it helped us learn to feel fear and learn to feel uncertainty and learn to feel vulnerability better? What if it's possible that 2021 had a lot of good redeeming qualities to it, okay? I know that, you know, in terms of work, in terms of jobs, and in terms of medicine, that many people in 2021 have come to terms um, with, you know, this kind of dichotomy between their value and their, um, their job. And so many people are leaving the workforce. Um, many people are leaving medicine. And the reason for that is that many people found that they valued themselves more than they valued their job, right? And so I actually think this is maybe a huge step in our culture, um, especially medicine, because we're kind of taught growing up in medicine, essentially, that our value as a physician is only in the service of others, right? Like our value is how productive we are and putting others before us to achieve that productivity, right? And so um, I'm actually really proud of anyone that had to make that decision for themselves this year. I always want you to know that your value exists much deeper than your credentials. So, you know, you are so much more than that. And unfortunately for some, you know, their value didn't align with their job. And so my wish for, for you or for them is to find something that does, whether that's within medicine or not. And so um, I guess I just say that as an aside of like, I think that that could be something good that comes from 2021 is that we are learning the value of ourselves as physicians. And so maybe we can change that culture um, where we put ourselves last. Okay. And so that is my hope um, whenever I reflect on 2021 is perhaps this is part of changing the culture of medicine for the better, hopefully. And so when we look forward to 2022, I want you to ask yourself, what do you want for yourself? right? If the pandemic continues and, you know, whatever it brings or whatever the next year will bring, what do you want to create more of for yourself in 2022? Okay. Now, I don't want you to think about resolutions here. I want you to make it more simple than that. I want you to make it more sincere than that, honestly. So anytime I want you to commit to something, I say make it easy for yourself to commit. So I want you to commit to a one word or even just a little small phrase 
that you want to be the theme for your next year. Okay, so this could be your word of the year, your phrase of the year, but I want you to think about what you want to create more of for yourself this year. And, you know, examples of things that you might want to create more of in 2022 might be like more family time, right? So family time. Um, Other things like be present, be intentional, right? Connection, laughter, memories, okay? My word of the year last year was love. And I will tell you, you know, my, my goal was to approach everything in my life with more love. Like, how could I add more love to the world? How could I feel and experience more love? How could I give more love to my family or to the people I work with or the people I'm around, I'm taking care of? So that was my theme for the year last year. And I, and I will tell you, it was life-changing for me. It worked. I felt more love than I probably ever have in 2021. Okay, so that's another good thing that came out of 2021 for me. And so I want you to think about that, okay? What will your word be? What do you want to create more of for yourself uh, this coming year? So um, for 2022, my word is going to be abundance, okay? And that sounds like if you go to the dictionary, if you look up the word abundance, like that's not, that's not the feel I want, Okay. I want to create abundance as abundance is the opposite of scarcity mindset. Okay. If I have an abundance mindset, it's the opposite of scarcity. Okay. And so if I want to create more abundance in my life, what that means to me being the opposite of scarcity um, is I want to feel as though I have enough and as though I am enough. Okay. Instead of this like feeling of like lacking or feeling like there's not enough of things. Right. So I want to I wanna feel as though I have an abundance of time, abundance of love, abundance of all the things I'm grateful for in my life, right? I want to focus on decreasing the scarcity um, that my brain <laughs> really likes to revert to sometimes about certain things, you know, time, money, food, um, love, stuff, right? I want to focus more on the enormous amount of things that I have and and that I appreciate, that I'm grateful for, and have so much of, right? And I want to focus on how through an abundance of creativity, I can create an abundance of help for you guys, right? So when you feel abundant, you tend to create more of what you feel abundant about, okay? And so I want to feel abundant about time, and love, and sleep, and creativity, and, you know, I want to also feel abundant about what I have already, okay? And so I don't want to be constantly buying more stuff that clutters my house or my closet. (laughs) You guys know. You know that I record this podcast from my closet. I sit in the floor every week (laughs) in my little small walk-in, right? It's nothing fancy. It's not like a huge closet like, you know, you see on Instagram or something. Like, we live in an older ranch-style house, and so we're always in the process of updating it, but... It's, it's not a large closet by any means. I'm like cram in here and sit in the floor and I have a little box I put my laptop on. I have my sound equipment in here and like my clothes around me and a fuzzy blanket like behind my laptop to, to deaden the sound, right? And it creates the, you know, a lot better sound quality than anywhere else in my house. Anyway, it, um, it works as a sound booth. So before I came in here, you know, I, um, I had the realization that I had to move some stuff um, out of the floor so I could actually record this. And so um, I think that this may be where I start with my abundance, y'all. I think I'm going to turn my hangers backwards 
And um, I know that many of my clothes that are in here, I'm not using. So what in here can I say is enough for me? You know, and what can I donate to others, right? Because the more cluttered my closet gets with clothes, the less happy I am with what's in it, right? It's overwhelming. I have to move stuff to record this, <laughs> uh, right? And so, so how can I feel more abundant about having less, right? So when you're in the opposite mindset with thoughts about scarcity, you worry that there's not enough or you might run out of something or someone else might get your piece of the pie, right? And so that's the opposite of what I want to create this year. I want to create more abundant love for all of you, more abundant love for myself. And I want to feel more abundance for what I already have without needing more of everything. So here we go, 2022. <laughs> so what do you want to create more of? What's your word of the year? What's your you know theme of the year? I'd love to hear it. Reach out to me. Um, you can always uh, catch me uh, on social media. Um, and, and I'd love to hear from you. You can always email me as well. Uh, you can always leave me uh, a review on iTunes. So if you would like help from me in creating what you want to create more of, come join me. Come be in the Happy Gynecologist group. Go to coach-miles forward slash, sorry, coach-miles.com forward slash happy. (laughs) All right, y'all. That's it for the week. I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Remember, you can always get more free help from me by going to my website, www.coach-miles.com and clicking on free resources. If this work has helped you and you're interested in learning more about getting out of burnout and up-leveling your life as an OBGYN, definitely check out my six-month coaching program, The Happy Gynecologist Group. You can always get more information on my website, coach-miles.com.